0: Welcome to Nourishing the Feminine Soul with Pamela Wasabi. Take a deep breath and open up to the possibilities of what your life has to offer. Pamela and her guests will show you how you can take charge of your life by embracing the values of the wild woman. Exhale. Learn to trust yourself again. Embrace your infinite power of intuition. And love yourself crazy. Now, here's your host, Pamela Wasabi.
1: I am a woman, as you have dreamed of one. I wear a seal skin and swim in the depths of the oceans. I can breathe air for just so long, but inevitably I have to get back to the salt waters. I trace a circle on the earth around me and instantly protect myself from the harm of ignorance. I use my smell sense to find a cure for your aching heart. I am a swan among ducks. I talk to the trees and they sing back to me. I howl to bones and dirt and sticks and life is resurrected. I carry dolls in my pockets that help me discern good from bad. I'll kill if I have to. I can give myself an orgasm just by laughing. I play with my temple. I am feral. I am from every particle of sand, from every star, from every drop of rain. I am all that scares you. I am not from here. I am off the moon. I am feminine force. I am creation. This, this is an ode to women who run with the wolves. And this is a poem. It's called Love is a Wild Woman from the book, Woman of the Moon. Good morning, beautiful Miami and beautiful world. I am your host, Pamela Wasabi, and this is your show, Nourishing the Feminine Soul. This show is an invitation to understand relationships with self, with others, your body and food from the archetype of the wild woman. By listening to this show, you can find solutions, solutions to unveil the power of your divine feminine and live a more vibrant and radiant life, to live the life that you choose to. That's the whole point. I do have to say this is our last show of the season. And uh, we are going to culminate with one of our most powerful themes, which is to speak about our divine feminine energy. At the end of the day, this is the theme of my show. I dedicated this radio show to speak about exactly that, how to nourish our feminine soul. However, I will be back on 2021, fall of 2021. And uh, who knows? Let's see what I have lined up for you. Uh, Meanwhile, you can listen to the show, which will live eternally on all the platform on the podcast platforms that you want to tune in Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, Stitcher, and so on. (laughs) You can connect with me through my social media channels. I am on Facebook and Instagram under Pamela Wasabi. I also want to remind you that my book, The Wild Woman book is finally out and you can find it on amazon.com. The Wild Woman, um, it's the book that invites us to heal food issues and eating disorders through this same revival of our divine feminine energy so as you can see I am extremely I am devoted to this work I could say my purpose is to invite us all to revive this divine feminine energy that we have within and finally live the one live the life that we choose so you know people ask me why the wild woman you know why what is the wild woman and The best way that I can put this is that the wild woman is simply your feminine energy, but the wild woman is an archetype. So it's just, uh, it's the archetype of all the feminine energy combined into one. And the wild woman has the ability to shape shift into different archetypes. And like this, be always connected to this mature feminine energy. Returning to the wild woman, it's actually an immediate call. And I believe that we must return to our feminine energy to heal. We must return to this mother energy. And this mother energy not to be confused with, or not to be limited to think of it just as a a mother as we know it. It's an energy that is best understood as the creator energy of all things. And so why we must return to this energy? is because we can look at our own lives from a different perspective. Instead of judging our life from the outside, we can actually go inside and see things with a different pair of glasses. Uh, And I gotta tell you, you know, sometimes from this perspective, life doesn't make sense. But we're actually taking a very courageous step to listen to our soul calling And that is what aligns us with our true purpose. Also, when we embrace this mother energy, we start being kind to ourselves and we definitely start loving ourselves unconditionally. So once we return to this creative energy, we can make anything happen, the impossible happen. We can lead the life that we choose. And we can safely fall back into that web spawned by our own happiness. So our divine feminine energy, definitely. Definitely holds the key to our liberation, and I want to invite you to listen to past episodes and see how in each episode I dedicated a, uh, a show to an attribute of a, of the divine feminine. So we spoke about sacred sexuality, gratitude, finding purpose, uh, divine energies, masculine, the masculine, the feminine. We spoke about how to find our voice, how to tune into our intuition. So this subject, it's very. Uh, ext- it's extensive but yet everything makes sense when you start putting all these attributes into place it's like a puzzle uh and the whole purpose is really to guide you and to understand how important it is to revive and reconnect with this feminine energy So for today's show, I invited my guest, Mali Corona. She was with us on episode five, where we spoke about the masculine and the feminine. We also talk about the toxic attributes of each pole, because as grandiose and beautiful that the masculine and the feminine can be, there's also negative attributes to each one of them. And this is because our ego uh, uh, has not been trained or doesn't know any other solution to speak out. So sometimes because of fear, sometimes because of insecurity, sometimes because we simply just don't know, we resort to the more immature aspects of the masculine and the feminine we also spoke about the parallel that we can find uh, between an individual and the planet itself or society itself. We spoke how when we are growing up as a human being, we have different faces And uh, in these phases or the purpose of all these phases and this development is to actually find yourself or find your identity. And then it happens that our most maybe troublesome phase is uh, is that of being a teenager. Uh, When you're a teenager, you have a lot of questions, you want to rebel against the world, you don't understand many concepts, and you are looking and you're fighting and and you want answers. And so we drew this parallel as to say that the world might as well be in this same teenager phase where the world itself is trying to find its its course. It's trying to find uh, or to define right from wrong or is trying to, to really identify itself as something. Because one thing is for sure, we humans need to be related to each other. We need to feel that we are part of something. And there's a lot of disconnection at the same time. And so from that disconnection, uh, comes the urge to feel connected again. Uh, what else? We also spoke about, obviously, the lack of this feminine energy, uh, the lack of connection we have with our feminine side, which is something that a lot of us experienced growing up. And it's also very present in our world today. And we also spoke about uh, the mature adult <laughs> Uh, we concluded that an adult is someone that can be its own mother and its own father. And so just to uh, close on my introduction and let Male uh, join us and really uh, pour all her beautiful wisdom over us, I want to read a script of or an excerpt of my book, The Wild Woman Book, which also speaks about this uh, this maturity, this embracing of your feminine and your masculine in the mother and father archetype. <clears throat> so the definition of an adult is best described as a person who is her own mother and own father. The wild woman archetype calls for this radical sense of maturity. Know this, you don't need a mother to, you don't need to mother babies to embrace the wild women. A mother birds creativity, I create a creative project, a business, but specifically I am referring to the birthing of herself and you. The mother archetype represents the qualities of responsibility, protection, boundaries and nourishment. Mother energy is the invitation to take the reins of your lo- of your life back into your hands, to tend to your wounds and nourish them, to feed yourself properly to hold your own hand, to be kind to yourself, and of course, to love yourself crazy. So let's dive in this divine feminine ocean of energy and let's discuss this subject with my beautiful guest and mastery on divine energies, Male Corona. My dear Male, uh, I just want to Go back to your introduction really quick so our listeners, listeners know a little bit more of your background. So, Male has dedicated her life or has dedicated her last six years of her life to studying how men and women um, relate to to each other. She has seen how this has radically improved her life with her deep understanding of the feminine and masculine dynamics. Through her devotion on this topic, she has been able to transform her relationship to herself, as well as her chaotic relationship with men in her life. She's currently a mentor, author, and speaker in her online project, Male Wholeness, a digital platform that inspires the male masculine in need to reclaim their wholeness, to reconnect with their wisdom and their male hearts. Male, it's such a pleasure to have you with me again.
2: Oh, I'm so, so honored to be here again. It's uh, when you told me about the first invitation, I was so excited. And then hearing about a second one, I was like,
1: oh, my God, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, it, it's a pleasure. Uh, you know, I mentioned this before. And for me, it's very important to speak about our masculine and our feminine, because I think that as human beings, if we get to understand our uh, ourselves better we can really change the outcome of of so many things you know Mm -hmm. in our previous conversation we spoke about this innocent mistake that we often as a society and also as individuals we make uh, by forgetting the feminine the the feminine in us right Uh, so Mm -hmm. i think that getting to know ourselves better you know we can avoid those innocent mistakes and really take ourselves, you know, like I, like I said before, we can really take the reins of our life and direct our life to where we really want to go. So, you know, Mm. with with that comes, um, all those self-limitations or social limitations that we grew up with, we can really kind of like, uh, break them or demolish them and be free for who we really are. Mm. Yeah, as so I was listening
2: to your, your introduction, you touched so many important uh, points. You know, like first of all, I, I love this um, poem that you wrote in, as an ode to women who run with the wolves. This part where you said, "I'm everything that scares you," and you know, like everything you were saying exactly. Um, I think we we have been so afraid of the feminine. We that's that's basically why we disconnected from it because we couldn't control it. The feminine is something that you cannot control, and I would like to read, actually, you reminded me of something I read uh, where I narrated how I was called by the feminine within me to, to you know, to be brave, and she was actually urging me to listen to her because she was so tired of me not listening and running away from her that she yeah. really urged me, you know, and I can uh, talk a little bit more about this if you want, but I would like to just uh, share a small line that you reminded me of as you were saying this uh, and it is not everything has to be linear not everything has to be logical not everything has to be planned some things are just meant to be feminine <laughs> and you know when we learn this when we learn to surrender and to accept and to embrace and to be brave because it's not like we are going to lose the fear to the feminine. We're never going to lose the fear. But this is something I actually learned from my teacher that I uh, mentioned in the last uh, session we had together, David Data, the one who introduced me to feminine and masculine energies. You know, he was saying that one of the biggest problems in heterosexual couples is that the the the, the person who is playing their masculine role is very afraid of the feminine because they cannot control her and they don't know what's going on with her emotions and they don't know what's going on with all her changes. But he teaches a concept that is very simple and it's scary. But if you start practicing it, I swear that it changes your life. And this is like, just be present with the feminine. That's all you have to do. You don't have to fix her. You don't have to um, try to understand what she's going uh, through. You just have to be there for her. You just have to be present. And this applies not just as heterosexual couples, it applies as any type of couples and it applies in your life. I I am experiencing this lately, you know, like I am going through a lot of uh, growth right now. And there are many things that scare me. New challenges bring more responsibility. And I just have to remember this principle, okay? Just be present with that. Just be present with the feelings. Just be present with the emotions. That's all the feminine wants. That's all she
1: wants. Yes. You know, speaking about being present is really the invitation to go within and listening to our feelings, which are so scary. And I have to share with you, you know, I am a very masculine woman. Uh, I am an entrepreneur. I am a single mom. I like to do a lot of things in my own way. You know, I, I look, I do many things on my own and, you know, I find a lot of freedom in my lifestyle and I love the way that I live my life and i don't want anything to interfere with that way of me approaching life with 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 it's the freedom that it brings me with its beauty with its happiness you know i am able to enjoy myself and i am very afraid of letting someone in and kind of like disrupt that pattern right but that is exactly the courage that we need to have to, uh, to open up, which is another attribute of the feminine, to open up, to trust, to trust the unknown and to be courageous enough to, to not have everything planned and see what happens right? So the invitation of of being present is like listening to your feelings. And if you know that you're feeling something that is different, something that is not common, something that maybe you were not expecting, that is like calling you to and telling you that there is something different, that there is something new, that, that change is about to happen. And I think that you know, kind of like putting all my thoughts together in one, in one uh, train of thought is that we are so afraid of change and the feminine call us to change all the time. And if we see our bodies, we see how our bodies change also all the time, according to the emotions and the circumstances that we are experiencing. And that is right there, the, uh, another characteristic of the feminine, the feminine is always changing. And we, we have also our, our cycle to prove that we have this like 28 day cycle where we recycle energies and we're always in constant movement. So definitely, you know, kind of like being able to go within and face our feminine. It takes guts, it takes courage, and it takes saying, you know what, let let. Let me be curious and and let's see what happens. It's like it's like letting go, right? It's letting go.
2: As I um, as I see, the feminine is as. Uh, a being, uh, if, if I had to picture the feminine as a woman and I have a picture that I love very much, I really don't know who the artist is, but it's like this woman who is in between worlds, you know, it's a woman in a red, in a red dress, you know, her hair is messy and it's flying with the wind. And she's in like in the, right in the middle between a very dry place and a very uh, green place. She's like in between worlds, in between the chaos and in between the order. And I also I feel that this happens at a spiritual level, like a woman who is in touch with her intuition. She is in touch with what's going on in the 3D world, but also what's going on in the spiritual world. And that's where she sources her faith and her courage and her confidence from. Yes. like like speaking about what you were saying, like it never makes sense. It never makes sense, but you have to trust it. <laughs>
1: yes, yes. You know, and like one one of the uh, kind of like uh, my lines in my poetry that I keep coming back to is that we are everything. We are everything. So it's the ability to comprehend that if we are everything, everything's within us. And so, yeah, it, we can be linear, we, but we can also be have this life of chaos or curves of movement or waves, you know, I think that the best, uh, the best way that I represent the feminine, it's comparing it to water, like water, it's rather the the, the body that really embraces what the feminine symbolizes, right? The tides are not always the same. Sometimes, you know, the ocean is ferocious, and sometimes it's calm and embracing. So it it's to understand and and of course you know from a masculine perspective it can be very intimidating to leave with a very determined or with a very Wild woman, <laughs> right? With, with a woman that has these characteristics or these attributes very well developed, because this woman is untamed. This woman is not to be put in a in a cage and be told what to do. It's actually to give her the ability to be herself with her flaws and her beauty, and to love all of that, all of that she is. And so, when it comes to ourselves, you know, as we see the feminine define, in the physical form of a human being we also have that characteristic of the feminine inside and so when we are upset because something doesn't resonate with us that is our feminine energy telling us that that does not align with who you are and when we are extremely happy and we like something that is also our divine feminine telling us that you know that that resonates with you that that makes sense with who you are so you know, it's that invitation also to love the darkness and to love the light, and know that 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 darkness is not a place where you fall apart, but it's just it's just kind of like a a place in the journey that is going to take you to discover something else. Right? It's like sometimes when you close your eyes. When, when everything is, is dark and you close your eyes and then you open your eyes again, you your eyes get acquainted to the darkness and you start seeing things that before you couldn't. So it's kind of like befriending that divine feminine that can be so many things all at the same time. She is everything. We are everything when we are able and when we allow this amazing, like this beautiful, creative energy to, to land in who we are. Yes, I resonate with all that because I think
2: we were trained in recent years to try to be perfect, you know, follow the formula to be a perfect human being. If you're a man, do this. If you're a woman, do that. And you're going to succeed. And what's, what happens to a lot of us, we follow the formula and then we go like, okay, I follow the formula. What's going on? You know, it's, it's like, I got the house, I got the husband, I got the babies, you know, like I have the perfect body, but what's uh, not right? And that is because we are so afraid of embracing our shadow, of embracing what is not perfect in us. And something that I have loved uh, in even more recent years is this openness, for instance, in social media platforms like TikTok and Instagram, where people are sharing, you know. Uh, you know, like this is my 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 weight loss journey and they show pictures of themselves and how they are progressing or they just dance as silly as possible. Uh, you know, like just embracing who they are as they are. And I think this is really changing the paradigm of, uh, something I speak a lot about is wholeness and wholeness means everything as you were saying, embracing it all, embracing the shadow, embracing the light, embracing the beautiful, embracing the not so beautiful, the comfortable, the uncomfortable. And I think that until we get to that point where we allow ourselves to be whole uh, beings, we are not going to feel, you know, like comfortable enough to even embrace others. Like we have to start with ourselves and then we can embrace others. And that's something that's beautiful that's happening now with this pandemic and everything that's going on is like, you have to shed light on the things that have been darkened for a while. Like for instance, we have seen it with racism. We are seeing it with politics. We are seeing it like happening in many, many fields of life. Um, People are paying attention to these things. We really need to pay attention to these things because they exist. And by paying attention, as I was telling you, giving presence to what is, is what transforms it. There's a beautiful phrase I read a couple of days ago that said, there's nothing to fix. You just have to, you know, like be present and raise your frequency. That's Mm -hmm. all that's needed for transformation to
1: occur. You don't really have to fix anything. Yeah. And uh, with that note, I want to take us uh, into a little break, but I want to mention that to fix things, it's an attribute of the masculine. Sometimes when we're speaking to a man, they always want to shut us down with a solution. It's like, Oh, I'm feeling this. Oh, so you have to do this and then everything's going to be OK. <laughs> oh, I'm feeling this other way. And, you know, it's, it's not something good or bad, positive or negative, but it's just a reaction of the masculine to always try to fix things. That's why, you know, they are great at fixing things, because in their chemistry or in their composition, in their mind, it works great to fix things. Right. Like, like I was saying before, I am very masculine woman. Um, still, I have a very developed sense of my femininity, but I love doing puzzles and playing Tetris and fixing you know, the things when they break, right? So it's this ability of the masculine to always try to fix, thing, fix things. Um, I also want to mention that you brought David Data and one of the books that I think will pair so well with the Wild Woman book is David, David's Data book, The Way of the Superior Man. Uh, it also, I, I adore that book and I recommend it to any man or woman. And I always said, if you want to date me, please go and read the book first. <laughs> All right, my friends, let's go into a little break and we will be back with Malik Corona to talk more about this beautiful feminine and masculine energy that we have within.
0: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Nourishment and baked goods in the same sentence? It's possible. You'll want to visit PamelaWasabi.com. Pamela Wasabi Bakery specializes in creating delicious desserts made with organic, wholesome, and exotic ingredients. Enjoy cookies, brownies, birthday cakes, and even silky cheesecakes. And the best part? Everything is vegan and gluten-free. Shop at PamelaWasabi.com. Bite into our heavenly lavender cookie with roasted pistachio. Sink your fork into a slice of passion fruit cheesecake or a piece of our decadent vanilla almond cake with rose frosting. Oh, and you must try our customer favorite, a celestial chocolate chip cookie with charcoal salt. Everything we have is delicious. We ship nationwide. And right now, you can use the code vegan to receive free shipping. Place your order today at PamelaWasabi.com. And remember to use the code vegan for free shipping. Pamela Wasabi Bakery. Eat more beauty. You are listening to Nourishing the Feminine Soul. To get in touch with the show today, call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to radio at PamelaWasabi.com. Now, back to Nourishing the Feminine Soul. Here's Pamela Wasabi.
1: And we are back again. This is our last episode of this season, Nourishing the Feminine Soul. We are here with Male Corona discussing the beauty, the chaos and the wilderness of this feminine energy that resides in all of us. And this feminine energy is key to our liberation to live the life that you choose to live the life that you want. Male. before going into break, you mentioned how sometimes we have this perfect life that it looks beautiful from the outside, but yet still we are so discontent and unhappy within. And I think it's exactly that because we're looking for answers on the outside without really questioning ourselves and asking ourselves, what is it that we really want, right? Yes, definitely. Um- I feel
2: that the more we we give ourselves chance a chance he wants to be on camera (laughs) the more we give ourselves a chance to choose who we are you know like that's that's what people were encouraged before in tribal times in ancient times they were encouraged to find their gift to really find their soul's calling but you know as as we were talking in in the last episode uh There was this innocent mistake about thinking that if we had a formula to follow, life would be easier for everybody. I don't think they meant to harm anybody. I just think they they thought, oh, this is practical. As we were saying about the masculine fixing things, right? Mm -hmm. Fixing things works at certain levels, but it doesn't work at emotional levels. It doesn't work at subtle energy levels. I mean, fixing things works uh, in the tangible world. So if you're trying to give a formula to a human being who we are talking that is an integral being, he has, a, you know, like maybe a physical body, a mind, but he also has the spiritual and emotional bodies and those cannot follow a formula. They are unique. Mm-hmm. So that is the feminine side. That is where we have to tap into, uh, this word is, is very feminine, intuition. And what is intuition? Intuition is the complement of logic, right? Intuition is doesn't make sense, but but I feel like I should do this, or I feel the calling. Whereas logic is totally about oh, this makes sense, I have to do it. So yeah. those together, they are powerful. They are this uh, alchemy that occurs between the masculine and the and the feminine. So. What happened with us as a society, We all, all of the genders lost touch with the intuition part. We only uh, were relying on our logic. We were only relying on our mind. We lost touch with the heart. We lost touch with this sensible part. And it happened to both, men and women, because for a long time we were thinking that this only happened to men, but it's not true. It has also happened to us women. Mm -hmm. that's why many of us have gone through these paths of becoming very masculine women Mm -hmm. and forgetting Mm -hmm. about our feminine so it's absolutely necessary to um both for men and women and any gender to 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 really embrace and reclaim these two parts
1: yes i you know i just wanted to share that the last time that i got really sick was, in fact, because I forgot I forgot completely about my feminine side. And this was when I broke up with my one of my most important relationship, which is the one where I had a, a my daughter. And, you know, I at the beginning, I felt like I had I had been set free. Right. Like if the cage was lifted and I was just free to roam and run amok. Uh, and then I was going so fast. I was all about doing, doing, and doing. I was all about running away. I was all about, you know, I was not really being present by staying within myself, but I I found joy in a lot of activities, you know, in a way I was trying to keep myself entertained or numb to what the situation was. And so that took me to really uh, forget about my feelings, my emotions, and how to actually digest what had just happened, right? And I can see how that got me sick. And the way that I got sick or the way that my body was calling for my attention is that I developed hypothyroid. Hypothyroid is the thyroid slowing down your metabolism. So my, the wisdom of my body, my intuition, my wild woman, as I like to call it, like, Slow me down and told me, Pamela, stop it. Quiet down and go within and really befriend your emotions and cry. I mean, I had not really cried or or digest what had just happened. I, I was just running away from it. And so, you know, I got sick, but also I got to understand and to realize that I had abandoned a part of myself. So I befriended it. And also I learned about this beautiful world that we have within. I learned that we can never... My daughter is saying hi. I learned that we can never abandon that mother aspect of, like we can never abandon ourselves. And when we abandon our feminine energy, we're actually abandoning who we are. So... The cure for me was that, was to return to my wild women, was to return to my mother energy, was to pay attention to my divine feminine, to my femininity, was to be, pay attention to those divine attributes that we have within, like slowing down, process emotions, be with yourself, be patient, uh, stay still for a little bit. And, you know, that is to prove to you that the issues, the physical issues that we see of the body, are not of the body. They're an expression of the soul, right? And so, fixing will never be the way to treat a soul issue. We can fix a maybe a broken nail, <laughs> but we cannot fix when someone is crying for love. That has no fixing. That has that that requires going within. It requires a journey. It requires being kind to yourself, it requires slowing down, it requires just being honest, completely honest to to what's going on, to really, you know, to really uh, address it.
2: Yeah, that is such an important point, and it's also uh, a very part, important uh, part of my journey as well, the part of coming back to my body. I think this happens to a lot of people. Um, as you say uh something well i studied veterinary medicine as well and something i learned uh, by studying how the body works is you know this allopathic medicine is always just trying to fix things it's like the masculine side of you know my headaches okay take an aspirin uh you know i got a cut well just place a bandage but as you say all the majority of the symptoms in the body come from something deeper, that is a soul calling, trying to call our attention in, within. And that's why uh, nowadays we have so many problems of addiction, overeating, uh, you know, people who are overworking, over TV, having too much sex, etc. because as you were uh, describing in your own journey, we are trying to numb ourselves and we are trying to distract ourselves, but also we are some sort of vampires, from you know, trying to source Feminine energy, because we are not finding it within ourselves. We are not looking for it within ourselves. We want to source it from outside. So tobacco, marijuana, you know, drinking, all of these um, issues of disconnection. And you also touched this word very much in the beginning. Disconnection, um, like I read once this phrase that said, the opposite of addiction is connection. So why are people so addicted to things? outside themselves is because they are disconnected from within from their own source of feminine nourishment. And uh, this would be very interesting for all the listeners to reflect upon. Do you have any physical problem? Can you try to ask what your body is trying to say to you, what your body is trying to communicate from a very, very, very deep level of yourself? because they say that when you have a physical symptom and i, I am very much now into holistic healing after mm-hmm. you know like exploring the allopathic side and now going through holistic healing where even for animals we look for the emotional cause of the problem and then we also add some medicine to it but that's when we really get a whole response and the, and the animal doesn't go back to the illness this happens the same to people so can you ask yourself is there something deeper that my, bo- my soul is trying to communicate through my body because this seems to be the only thing I can pay attention to because mm-hmm. I'm so in the physical, so in the surface. And they say that by the time you get a physical symptom, this problem has been there for a long time, you know, for a very long time. Your soul has been trying to talk to you in many ways, but you never listen. So it has to do these things as it happened to you with a hypothyroid and it happened to me with obesity and it happened to me with addiction and it happens to other people with diabetes, et cetera.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's a complete presentation of uh, issues that have not been addressed for a very long time. You know, we are we are talking about pain, for example pain can be represented as uh, excess weight in our bodies. It's energy that has not been tapped onto and fat, it's energy. You know, we know that if we go to a lab and we, you know, take a, a fat as a chemical composition, fat is actually energy. Fuel, you know, has that same oily composition. So, uh, you know, and my book it exactly addresses that, you know, it's healing food issues and eating disorders through the revival of our divine feminine to connecting back to this, to this, Energy that uh, it's speaking, is speaking to us from the soul level, right? And you know, I, I just have to share that uh, in my field of the psychology of eating, a lot of women want to fix their bodies with outside sources, like going to the gym and uh, killing themselves for a very extensive period of time because they want to fix their bodies, right? So most of the approaches and most of the approaches that are, are out there in the mainstream are are always to fix the body instead of really going a little bit deeper and look for the root cause of the problem. Anything that happens on the physical level, it's a doorway to a soul calling, right? And and I think you also mentioned how, you know, during your teenage years when you were suffering from obesity, obesity and you started reconnecting with your feminine energy how your body started to change. And this is it this is an energy that this is what I was talking about before when we were saying that this wild woman it's creative energy it's mother energy and this mother energy you know which is an archetype is that exact energy that implies those qualities of responsibility and of nourishment. It's taking care of yourself. It's loving yourself radically. It's accepting yourself just as a mother would uh, uh, her sons and her daughters. So this this feminine energy is just you being your best friend and understanding that you're going to love yourself no matter what, that you can embrace any shape of you. You can embrace any color and hue of you that you can embrace yourself fully and having that as the as the fabric of your connection with yourself you can heal anything
2: yes absolutely Um, something else that i would like to share related to the body and to being in the body something that at least was very helpful for me because you know i was so in my head for so many years That when I tried to go back to my body, I realized how disconnected I was from it, how, um, you know, how much in pain my body was. And I didn't even notice, you know, like I had lost flexibility. Uh, There were many things that I couldn't do anymore. And I was surprised, you know, I was not very old when that happened. I was maybe around 20, 26, 27 years old. And that's when I started, you know, like uh, practicing yoga. And I realized, wow, I cannot even bend I cannot even, you know, like do things that that not very long ago I would do. And I am here at 26 years old and I can't stretch my body. That's amazing. So I started practicing yoga and something that I was really, really impressed is how much the feminine, you know, she is so uh, kind, so, you know, like so compassionate It was so fast. You know, like I started doing yoga. The only thing she really wanted for me was to commit and to be consistent. I started doing it. You know, I started trying to be consistent as much as I could in the beginning. Then I was getting better at it. But I could see how fast my body started to change and I was gaining my flexibility again. My body started losing weight. I was feeling healthy. You know, so like the only thing she wants, as I was saying in the beginning, is presence. Just be with her, show her that you care. And, and, and just, you know, this is like, like a traditional marriage, what the what the wife would expect from the husband would be like, just remember that it's our anniversary date, bring me flowers, you know, (laughs) so she really doesn't ask for that much. All she wants is that we remember her. And that, for instance, dancing has been something that has changed my life for real, I never thought I could dance. And I hated dancing. And I remember when I was younger and I would go to a party and I would see people dancing and I would go like, that's ridiculous. Like, why would I be there and people watching me and I would be dancing like, oh, they just want to show off, you know? And I would judge women who try to look pretty and sexy, you know? And that's because within, deep within, I really wanted to be like them. I wanted to be as free as they were being. Mm -hmm. So when I gave myself permission to start dancing and to start tapping into my sensuality and to really feel sexy, just as I am. You know, everything changed even twice and thrice the times it had already changed with yoga. Uh, so what what she really wants is be with her, feel her, sense her. So for instance, if you have a very busy life, because most of us uh, these days have busy lives, it's a reality. Can you set a time of your day to be with her? You know, so for instance, can you in the morning before you get busy and everything, can you set 15, 20 minutes to be with her, to be with your body, to feel your emotions, to, as, as we did in the beginning of this session. We took ten, 10 seconds, 10 seconds just to breathe, be present, feel our bodies. Can you offer something to your body, to your feminine? Maybe before going to sleep, can you be with her? Can you do a foot massage? Can you smell some uh, oils? Can you take a shower and be present with your body? This totally changes everything. Because you are also taking into, ha- into account your feminine uh, sensations and your feminine needs.
1: Yes. Um, you know, another re- resort that we have is to connect with nature, which is the embodiment of mother energy 100%. And like the nature is there to teach us, is to teach us about patience, is to teach us about flexibility, is to teach us about the change of moods and the change of wind and the change of tides. Uh, So uh, one way to, connect back to that feminine energy is to spend some time in nature, to swim in a body of water, in a lake, in an ocean, is to stare at the sun, sunrise or sunset, is to see the palm trees go back and forth or simply go on a little trip up a mountain or whatever it is, but being the presence of nature, ground us and give us back or cleanse us of that erratic energy that we Absorb from all our screens and all our meetings and all our very fast-paced behavior in our daily lives. So there is no better, there is no better uh, medication or there is no better remedy to our very fast-paced lives than to connect with the mother source energy that we have at our disposal just by looking at a window.
2: Yes, absolutely. I, mm-hmm. I also. I, I, well, I remember since I was a kid, I was very fond of nature, but then during this period of my life where I was disconnected, I forgot about nature. I was just all about working, studying, going to parties. And then when I started, you know, like reconnecting again, I have always loved animals and animals have been like really big teachers in my life. And they were the ones who pulled me back into the mountains, pulled me back into the parks, pulled me back into the trees, you know, and now it's something that I have to do every single day to the point that I even decided to move to the suburbs, you know, like near the woods, because this is my daily nourishment. As you say, we have breaks during the day and we can go just through this little forest that is near our home and stay there for maybe 30 minutes. At, uh, if, if I have a busy day, just 30 minutes at least. And they are happy. I am happy. I return home. I can work, but I come from a different place. And, and really something I've learned about caring for yourself and loving yourself that, and this is exactly when you are paying attention to your feminine is that you can be a better person and that you can give the best of you to others. When you don't have time to care for yourself, or when you think you don't have time to care for yourself, you really don't have anything else to give because you're so drained that there's nothing for you and there's nothing for others. So it's so important that people understand the, like, like really the relevance of, Having rituals in your daily life to allow yourself to be in touch with your feminine, whatever works for you, whether it's uh, going to nature if you have a chance or just like being with your body or I- even being present when you're eating. This is something so important to really think about what you're going to eat. Why are you going to eat maybe these fresh vegetables instead of this processed donuts or whatever? And, and when you're preparing your foods or, or when you receive them, to smell them, to taste them, to be with them, because this is what's going to go within you. And this is what's going to transform into you. You know, it's going to be yourselves. And it's going to be part of you. So it's like really, really important to have these rituals of presence and, and sensation, um, because this really changed the rhythm of your day, the rhythm of your life, and it changes how you feel about yourself. And it changes what you can offer to the world. So I have seen that the, some of the most successful people in the world, or at least people I look up to, are people who have managed to be very masculine. You know, they are very uh, in their purpose. They, they do and do and do. But they also have this balance of being, being, just being there. And also something really important about these people who are very successful, as you were mentioning, they are their own mothers and fathers, many of them even have changed their names that is such a good formula for success change your name become your own as you were saying birth your own person and 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 just like I don't know it's like for me for instance as I told you in the last episode I I I decided to be very masculine as a defense mechanism so I even cut my hair and I was dressing like a man but when i became conscious about okay this is happening because of all these wounds etc etc who do i really want to be and there was a period that was pure experimentation and it was even fun you know like start uh, okay like trying different looks in my hair uh should i wear nail polish or not do i like dresses or not do i like high heels or not you know like i was finding my own feminine expression And that was a fun period where I was like really experimenting with a lot of things until I started finding what made me feel comfortable and authentic. So I would say um, allow yourself to birth your own person in all aspects. I mean, this is just physical, but it's also about how you want to be in in the world,
1: like from the inside out. And uh, that reminds me of you know, the the true term of mother energy, which is creative energy, right? And we don't realize that when we are in this creative mode is when we can actually create, you know, create doesn't come from doing, 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 doing. Like if I'm going to write a poem, it doesn't come from, Uh, I don't know, sitting down and doing a bunch of exercises to be able to to write. It's it's a mode. It's uh, it's like turning on a switch when you're actually allowing yourself to be. It's like giving yourself permission to be whatever you want it to be. And that's when creativity really happens. Uh, I believe creativity is like this bridge that we have between us and the collective. And when we're in this creative mode, we're actually able to download the the wisdom that we can all share, embrace, and accept as the universal truth, right? Which in most cases is based on pure love. (laughs) So this creative energy comes from when you allow yourself to be, when, when you can sit still and sit in silence and sit with yourself. So... When you study for uh, a test or something, you have to read a lot of books and do a lot of exercises and, and practice all these different things. But when it comes time to be creative, it's all about letting it be, let it be, let it be, let it be.
2: Exactly. And maybe just to close uh, that idea about the creative energy, which is, the, you know, like the feminine um, energy, of course. It cannot be without the masculine. Right. And something I learned when when we met, we met in this uh, gender consciousness summit that I created and something I I learned during that summit. I I feel that that was kind of my graduation, you know, from joining my new feminine and my new masculine who were a little bit more healed. than they used to be, Uh, of course, there's a lot more work to do still. But I feel that that was like some kind of a graduation for me. Because as we were saying in, in the beginning, you know, I have this idea. I want to create the summit where I can share uh, information about feminine and masculine energies and how they work together and how they can empower each other. And of course, uh, my mind would go like, Male, that doesn't make sense. Nobody knows you. How are you going to contact all these important people and tell them, hey, come to my summit? Like they're going to say, yeah, whatever, I'm busy. Or, you know, like I, there, I have many questions in my mind, like the masculine. But my heart kept saying, you have to do this. I mean this is a wonderful idea. So it didn't make sense. And if I had left it there, it would have just stayed there. But then the masculine decided to support. And it said, okay, you want to do that heart? Okay, let's make a plan. So my, my mindset, okay, we need uh, technology, we need a calendar, we need to start making calls. And we started doing that. That is a structure and without the masculine, my creativity, my love, my heart, my intention would not have come alive. So I really want to encourage people to remember the importance of both working together, empowering each other and really becoming whole.
1: Yes, and you know that, that brings me back to our previous episode when we were saying that there is this beautiful dance between the masculine and the feminine, and the energies that we have within are always dancing and have to be always dancing and playing and uh you know thinking and and allowing each other to be when it when it times come when the time comes. And I think what, is, what you just described, uh, this uh dialogue that you had when you were putting this uh forum together, it's exactly the definition of a beautiful relationship where the masculine supports the feminine and loves the feminine and the feminine respects and supports the masculine and so they can love each other and just to close this show I just want to end with a note and this was an advice from my Uh, my therapist which I adore (laughs) and um, it's relevant to our conversation when it comes to the masculine and the feminine and she says that it's not about the masculine and the feminine being in love with each other and having this sort of admiration from a distance it's actually when the masculine and the feminine are looking at the same place at the same horizon and they decide to walk together Male, thank you so much for being with me during this show and the season finale of my, of, and the episode finale of my season. Uh, I love uh, ending this season with this uh, conversation about the feminine and the masculine, and I really look forward to many more conversations with you in the future.
2: Thank you so much. I do look forward for that too.
1: (laughs) Yes and to my listeners thank you so much for tuning in, tuning in with me during this whole season I hope that you learn. I also had a lot of doubts and questions when I started this show and in a sense it didn't make sense to do a radio show when I had so much going on in my life but I but my feminine said you know what just put it out there and see what happens trust the unknown surrender trust yourself and let's And make it happen. And that's what I did. Thank you very much for listening. I am here with my daughter. She wants to (laughs) say, you look so beautiful. (laughs) And with that, we say goodbye. And I'll see you again during October 2021. Looking forward to so much more. Thank you.
0: Thank you for tuning into nourishing the feminine soul. Be sure to join Pamela Wasabi for another edition of the program next Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health & Wellness Channel. Until our next show, have a beautiful week.